Welcome to the Humans Madison podcast. I'm Amy Needham. And I'm Charlotte Matherly. And we're the culture editors here at The Breeze. In Humans of Madison, we look at the individual lives and experiences that make up the JMU community. Today, we're talking with senior psychology major Kaylee Mills. Kaylee is a first-generation college student, meaning neither of her parents completed a four-year degree. Mills is a part of the Centennial Scholars Program, which she said has been instrumental for her success in college. Today, she shares the highs and lows of her four years at JMU. So, I guess, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, um, my name is Kaylee Mills. There's not too much about me. I guess that's, like, special. I listened to some of your guys' other stuff, and I was like, wow, like, you want to talk to me? Why? (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm a first-generation student at JMU. I'm in the Centennial Scholar Program, which has, like, been amazing. I love that program so much. It means so much to me. It's given me, honestly, the opportunity to go to college that I didn't think that I would have. So... It's been pretty great to be in that program. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your application process and getting into this scholarship program. Um, I honestly didn't know what I was doing. I was like, oh, I have to write a personal statement. What does that mean? And they were like, oh, it's not too personal. I was like, but it's called a personal statement. So I didn't really understand. Um, I kind of just put the information in where they told me to put it. And my mom definitely helped me out a little bit. She kind of was like, oh, like, I've heard that you do this and I've seen this and that. So... She definitely helped me with that, but it was still, like, nerve-wracking to be like, okay, like, when am I going to hear back? Like, it's taking forever, JMU. Hurry up. So, and JMU was the school I always knew I wanted to go to. It was, like, my dream school. Even though I'm from here, like, most people want to leave, but I just, I grew up on the campus, so I loved it. But I um, applied for Virginia Tech and VCU, and I got into all the schools that I wanted to get into. But as soon as I got into JMU, I was like, okay, there's no question. So I was really excited about that. Yeah. And so you're a first-generation college student, which means that neither of your parents completed a four-year degree. And so what was it like trying to figure out applications and all of that with your parents helping you, but they didn't really have that firsthand experience? Um, it was all completely new. It was weird to do it on my own because I'm, I'm kind of shy. I get scared to talk to people. I don't like to ask questions. You have to force it out of me. Um, I'm better about that now, but I was not like in high school. I was like, I'm not going to ask anything unless it's absolutely necessary. I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to just, I want it to be able to do it on my own and to just know because I felt like, okay, well, everybody else knows what they're doing. Like I should understand. So I had a little help, um, cause my stepdad actually graduated from JMU. So he kind of knew some of it, but I mean, it wasn't. There wasn't all that much. He was like, you have to learn it on your own. Like, you have to be able to do it. So it was just, like, kind of going in blind. Like, you really didn't know what was going to happen and kind of just had to go with the flow. Yeah. You mentioned um, a little bit in the story about how your mother helped you a little bit. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, Yeah. So my mom actually works. uh, She's worked at the Jamie bookstore. She doesn't work there anymore, but she um, just got a new job. But she worked there for as long as I can remember. I grew up running around through the book stacks at, like, age three. Like, I knew everyone. And my stepdad, he actually worked there. That's how they met. So I always, like, grew up around that. And that's how she figured a lot of it out, honestly. Like, I had no idea the Centennial program even existed. And she figured it out because I'm not sure if a student she worked with was in it. But they knew about it and recommended it to her and stuff and told her a lot about it. So... That definitely helped a lot that she had that experience that like she could like she had the resources to ask 
Like, she knew who to talk to. Whereas, like, I was like, I don't, my guidance counselor was no help. I was like, okay, like, this is not, I don't know how this works. Like, please just help me. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, okay, well, you have a job for this, so please help. <laughs> but, I mean, my mom definitely, like, reached out to people and figured stuff out for me, so it helped a lot. Yeah. And so you mentioned the Centennial Scholars Program. Can you tell us about that? Um, so the Centennial Scholar Program is for students who wouldn't normally have the opportunity to go to college. It's a financial, like, need-based program. So when you fill out your application, if you, like, are eligible for Pell Grant, you get an interview. And um, I want to say they take about 30 to 40 students a year. Um, they take freshmen and transfer students. But you get a GA mentor, so you have somebody who's ahead of you. Like, you can ask questions, and, like, you just have somebody to talk to. And, like, that can help you out because they're a grad student. They've done it before. So you have you definitely have people on your side that are trying to help you out. Like, the point is to be an ambassador for the program and to look good. Like, they're like, we're going to help you in any way that we can. So I had Dr. Amanda Yankee. She was, like, my rock through all of it. She's such a sweet woman. Like, she helped me through everything possible. Like, if I'm completely honest, my first semester, my freshman year, I, like, I failed. I was struggling. My GPA was a 1.5. Like, I was on academic probation. It was horrible. And, like, last semester, I just made Dean's List. So it was, like, a drastic difference. Like, she helped me out so much in ways that I, like, couldn't even explain. Like, the program is a huge support system for everyone. They put you through small groups where you get to meet, like, groups of 10 or 11 people and get really close throughout the program for the year. And then we do large groups every other week where the whole entire program meets. And we have speakers come in and talk to us about things and their experiences and their stories. And it's it's really inspiring because they want you to know, like, yeah, like, you can do it. Like, I, you might have not have had the resources before, but we're giving them to you now. So the program definitely sets you up. Um, they pay for tuition, room and board, your meal plan. The only thing they don't pay for is textbooks. And for off-campus students, they pay for your rent. So it's like, it's been great. Like I've had opportunities that I never would have had without that program. As a first-generation college student, did you always know that you want to go to college? Did your parents encourage you? Oh yeah, my mom 100% was like, you're going to college, you don't have an option. I was like, okay, I guess I'll do that. So I always from the start knew like, okay, I'm gonna go to college, this is what I want to do. And it's funny, like, I always, like, made comments. I wanted to go to MIT, and I was like, I'm going to have a full scholarship because I was super into science and math. Hate science and math now. I don't do that anymore. But I was convinced that I was going to have all this stuff. I was going to be great. And believe it or not, like, I actually made it, and I was so surprised. that I was like, wow, I got a full scholarship to go to college. Like, I'm actually getting this opportunity because my mom was like, my sister had her first baby when she was 19, and my mom had hers when she was 18. So all of them in my family had, have always had children young. And she was like, you're not that. Like, you're not doing this. Like, we're breaking that. So she was like, you're going to college whether you like it or not. Like, this is what's happening. It's what's best for you. So, and like, she wasn't wrong. I've, I've had some great opportunities with it. So she definitely like pushed it hard. My dad did as well. Not as much just because he, he didn't understand it as much. Like, because he got, he didn't graduate high school, but he got his GED and he now has his own trucking business. So he does like something very different. And my mom's always worked with college students. So she's like, this is your future. This is what you're doing. Was that ever like something you resisted or felt like a lot of pressure? Um, 
I've always, I have never resisted it, but I've always felt a ton of pressure because I kind of feel like, like everyone's making this huge deal that I graduate this semester and everyone's so excited and like buying cap and gown and getting pictures done. And they're like, we have to get all this stuff done. And my mom has asked me, I don't know how many times, like, which diploma frame do you want? And I'm like, I don't know, just pick one. Like one that looks nice, I guess, or the cheapest, it's a frame. So she's, she's like, oh no, like we can't cheap out. Like this is a big deal. And like, I mean, it's, it feels like a lot of pressure just because it feels like a lot of people are depending on me that I do well and that I finish. So I'm just, I've always tried my best to like live up to what they want me to be, which is, uh, it's hard at times. And it feels like the whole world is kind of relying on you. And it's, it's been difficult and a lot of stress throughout the years, but it mean, it definitely made me push myself to get this far. So tell me a little bit about your experience here at JMU and how's that gone being a first generation student? So my experiences at JMU, I feel like have been pretty typical, I guess, not as typical as most because of COVID. So that definitely put a damper on things sophomore year. But I mean, I joined a national service sorority my junior year of college to try to get to know people and make friends. And I actually was in the Marching Rural Dukes my first year. And then I quit because I was like, okay, this is a little like it was just too much. I couldn't handle it all. But definitely a great program and like great people. Um, I've met some like pretty amazing people at JMU, like, and you don't even realize, like when people tell you to ask questions and reach out to people, like they're not kidding because you meet, like, it's, it's not a matter of being, it's scary. Like it is scary to talk to people and reach out and do new things, but the resources that you get and like how kind and like willing to help everybody is like really shocked me because like, they really just do want you to succeed and make it through college and they're like they were there once and I guess like people forget about that because it's like they have a doctorate and they're older and they've done all this before and you're like wow like they were once me like they've done this before and like they didn't know what they were doing and they asked questions and they they made it there so I'm like well I can do that too so that definitely like made an impact for me just seeing them all do that but Centennial definitely like it it made an impact on my entire experience at JMU just because I'm I'm it was my family like they've the program has meant so much to me I met so many people I've gotten like in touch with people in the university like connections that I never would have had without it so it's 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 been it's not the typical experience of everybody else because I've had the pleasure of like being in this program and I'm very lucky to have been in it but other than that, it's just been like typical college student, got sent home for COVID sophomore year online for most of it, and finally back in person for senior year. And now I'm holding on <laughs> just to make it across that stage. And I guess did it help being from Harrisonburg? Like when you got to JMU, was it already sort of familiar to you? Oh or? yeah, it felt like home. I grew up around this campus and knew everything about it like I had seen all I like my mom was like let's take a campus tour I was like I've seen this a million times I don't need to take a campus tour like I was like let's just go look at everything else I don't need to do it she's like but you need to see it from like a college student's eyes like it's different and I'm like no it's not D Hall's still in the same place like everything's in the everything's at the same place it used to be so that definitely helped because it, it has always felt like home Like, it's always been very comfortable for me. I've never been, like, of course, like, classes and stuff were scary, but, like, walking around campus and stuff like that was not scary for me. I was sad 
when my mom left and dropped me off, but it kind of just felt like summer camp. Like it didn't feel like I was leaving because my mom is only an hour away and my dad is 15 minutes away. So I've always had my family close enough that if I needed to like feel grounded that I could just call them. But Harrisonburg has always been home. So tell me a little bit about your major and why you chose it and what are your goals with your major? It sounds dumb, but I used to be super into criminal minds and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do like forensics. So I came in as an intelligence analysis major, took the intro class, hated it so much. And then I took lifespan development for psychology and I kind of fell in love with it. And I switched my major, even though everyone was like, how are you going to make any money? Like, are you going to be a guidance counselor? I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But I mean, I definitely kind of just chose my own path because I was like, you know what? Like, this is my future. This is what I want. It was my dream. So I was like, I'm going to do what I want. I'm not going to stick with a major that's not making me happy. Like, I have enjoyed all my classes. I love the professors. Christina Jacobson, especially. She has been one of my favorite professors to work with. And everyone in the psych department is so nice. I've loved everybody in it. Like, all the professors are so kind and they're so willing to help. So it's, and I've met, like, great students, too. So it's been really cool throughout the program. Like, I am, I've really enjoyed my minor, too, with family studies. Like, I've really, like... I went from forensics to like, oh, I want to work with kids and development and things like that. Like it was, it just completely shifted after I started within the major. So it has honestly, like, I couldn't picture myself anywhere else in this, like at JMU. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you first got here, like your freshman year, what was that like kind of trying to figure that out? Um, It was, it was really hard and stressful, to be honest. I was really scared because I had to, like, I had to punch for a meal plan and figure out what I was doing and, like, find my classes on my, like, I knew where everything was on campus, but I was, like, finding the classroom and sitting down and it's, like, all these people and everything's so new. It was, it's not at all. Like, high school prepares you, like, none for what college is going to be like. You really have to just, like, be in it to understand so I think just like simple things like walking to class, getting back and forth around campus and figuring how the buses worked was a struggle. I was walking from like Maine to East in 20 minutes. It was like, I'd get to class like sweating. It'd be like in the winter time, I have to rip all my jackets off because it's so cold and then it's so hot. It was just a struggle trying to figure out how everything worked. And now I'm like, oh, like why do those stupid college students do that? The freshmen, I'm like, well, I was them once. Like I didn't know either. So it was definitely like really stressful to get it like but once you get over that hump it's it was so much easier was there anything surprising coming into college that you weren't expecting was it what you expected it to be was it not it was kind of how i expected it to be in the sense that like i really had to do a lot of it on my own but what surprised me is like how much people were willing to help you if you just asked like if i like came up to a professor and asked him a question they were more than happy to help me out with something and I was surprised at that because most people make them seem so scary. Like you can't talk to them. They just stand up there and you listen and you take notes and that's it. But there's a lot of them are so approachable and nice and like they want to help you. And that like really surprised me. I guess let's pivot to the future. What are your plans for the future after you graduate? 
Um, so I'm hoping to actually apply to the psychological sciences program at JMU. So I'm fingers crossed that works. I want to still work in development for children and um, hopefully to be a GA for the program that I started out in in Centennial, which I would love to do. Future goals like is just have thought about being a child life specialist because I just love to work with kids. But honestly, kids in any developmental aspect would do like I've I've just really learned to love like all of it. I do mentoring for Valley Scholars as well. So I get to be, I get to be a mentor for those kids and build relationships with them. So it it means so much more when you're like in person up front meeting them. It's like, it's a big deal. You realize how much it means to them. So anything in that aspect, I would love. And you're graduating this spring. Congratulations. Thank you. And so how has it been figuring that out? scary like when they told me I had to apply for a graduation I was like already like you have to apply for that like I don't just get to get my paper and go they're like no you have to apply and get all this stuff done and like I guess figuring everything out so early like was kind of scary because it didn't it doesn't feel like I'm graduating in a couple months like that's what's scary it's like I'm in all my classes and I'm like oh my gosh like I have this this paper that's done at the end of the week and it's like but in a couple months like that's done like, I don't have to worry about it anymore. And I'm, I like, scary because I know once it's over, I'm going to be kind of sad because JMU has been my life for the last four years. I, like, it's everything that I've revolved around and school has always been a big deal for me. So I feel like it's going to be kind of a shock once it's over. I mean, I'll probably do another year at least after this. But I think that initial, like, undergrad is over is kind of scary. <laughs> like, it's overwhelming to know that, like, I, I made it this far because it, it, it feels like I was just a freshman and, like, walking around campus and didn't know anything about JMU. And I'm like, I'm, I've made it this far and I'm seeing freshmen, like, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're so young. Like, enjoy it, please, because it, it's over sooner than you think. And when people would tell me that, I was like, no, I've got four years. I just want this to be over. It's so annoying. Like, I'm so over tests and papers, but it's almost over and I'm. I kind of miss it. So you've spent your whole life in the area. You've grown up here. You've gone to school here. Do you have any plans to go anywhere else or would you like to stay in the area? Um, I've always, it's always kind of felt like home. So I've kind of, I've always wanted to stay in the area, but I definitely did for grad schools. I branched out. I applied to Shenandoah University and to one even in Texas State. So I'm like, okay, like it's kind of like a move that big would really scare me. It'd be really hard. But I know that like, this experience has prepared me for it. I know now that like I can do it, I, like I'm capable of it. It's just like taking that first step. That's kind of scary. But once you take it, it's not bad. I don't think I have any more questions. Do you? Um, I guess like what's been your favorite memory here at JMU so far? Oh my gosh, there's so many. I've done some of the, like, like I've had so much fun here. I guess just like the Centennial program and meeting everybody that I did. Like I've I have met some amazing people here and you wouldn't believe like the backgrounds like that they're so similar to you and it's like you feel like you're kind of alone in it but you're not there are like 30,000 other people here like doing the same thing and I think that was the best part for me was like meeting people and making friends like I've I've met some really great people at JMU. And what would you tell people in a similar situation as you going into college as a first-generation student? What would you tell them to encourage them or give them advice? Honestly, my main thing was, like, 
don't think that you can't do it. Don't underestimate yourself because you can definitely get there. Like no matter what anybody says to you, like I so many times, like when I got my scholarship, people at my high school were shocked. Like they never thought that like I could do anything like that. And it, it hurt me because I was like, wow, like I really did work hard for this and I wanted it so bad. And it just like, it definitely can come to you. Like if you want, if you want it bad enough and you work for it, like you can definitely get there. You don't have to automatically assume like, oh, well, it's just not meant to be because it's like anything that you want to be meant to be can be like you. It doesn't matter. Like if you just work hard and you push for it, you can definitely do it. Is there anything else that Um, you want to add? No, I don't think so. Okay. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Humans of Madison podcast with Amy Needham and Charlotte Matherly. This episode was recorded by Jacob Carter, edited by Clark Muller, and our cover art is by Madison Root. You can follow along with this podcast and the Breezes Culture section by following us on Instagram and Twitter at Breeze underscore culture. You can find all our episodes on breezejmu.org and anywhere else you listen to podcasts.